0: Peace Family is 19 Keys. That's 19 Keys of Electrical Thought Patterns and Conversations. Um, Today, I'm bringing to you a very powerful segment on some of the current topics and some of the things that's going to directly influence you um, and affect you. And I want to be able to get our minds to a point of clarity and a point of focus because that's what 2020 vision requires. If you want to be able to see things clearly and be a great observer, not just from your sight, but from the things in your mind and be able to put those things out into the universe Um, and produce the things that you want to. Every day we wake up, we only have so much decision-making power per day. So where we spend our energy is very important because whatever you water grows. So we can't continue to spend our time and energy into the newsrooms and media constantly feeding us the frenzy of issues, problems, distractions, escapism because that doors away our ability to increase our responsibilities and delegate our power of manifestation. So we're going to tap in and talk a little bit about, for one, um, some of the things that's happened in, uh, in Iran uh, with America. Dive a little bit into some of the history of the conflict. Why is it happening? Uh, what you should be focusing on, possibly what you shouldn't. And what's the mindset that we should be going into starting this year off? Is this is a year we starting off, you know, of course, we know that true winter or true uh New Year's is not starting the winter. It starts during the spring equinox when everything is giving life and growing. This winter, we're starting a year off where everything is dead, it's cold, and there's war brewing. So the people's minds are frantic, right? Nobody knows there's uncertainty because you don't know how this is going to affect the economy. You don't know how this is going to affect you. So now it's disrupting your vision of possibility. So it's time for us to figure out how can we continue to thrive while things are going awry. Because chaos produces more chaos. So we're gonna tap in here just right now. Um, as I go to my notes, um, first of all, you have to understand that you know everything started from a source, nothing just popped up and boom, we have an issue um, in Iran. No, this is a long history of something that's been going on with the US and Iran that really deals with the politics of this world. Um, you can go back very far, um, you can start. I think one of the places to start, if we look at a timeline, I mean, you know, just go to 1995. You need even goes farther back than that, through Ronald Reagan and Jimmy Carter. Um, but in 1995, you know, Clinton places oil and trade sanctions on Iran. You know, 2003, Iran suspends uranium enrichment program, allows tougher UN inspections of its nuclear facilities. In 2006 to 10, U.S. succeeds four rounds of sanctions against Iran. Um, and then they, so uh, Iran had so calledly stopped enriching uranium. They stopped exporting weapons, uh, banking restrictions, trade and travel restrictions. Um, in 2012, Iran currency loses 80% of its value since 2011, 2015, Obama creates a nuclear deal, 150 billion to $1.8 billion cash. If y'all remember that nuclear deal that they gave Iran all of that money, um, um, 2018, 5-8, Trump withdrew from Obama deal. In 2018, Trump enforces new round of sanction, oil and banking. And let's fast forward to 2020, Trump murders and kills um, Qasim, Uh one of the more prominent figures out there within that region. Uh, which is important to understand. We're not an international thinking people all of the time, so stuff that happens in the international community often gets lost upon our shoulders because we're here dealing with local matters in our neighborhood and things that we can see directly affect us. But when you understand that um, Iran is responsible for 10% of the world oils, that this can actually cause uncertainty within the oil market and spike prices up very high possibility. Anytime there's Um, War going on. For one, there's always money to be made during war. Gold uh, prices spiked up a little higher. So you understand commodities, the strength of dollar and things of that nature and how these things are affected internationally. People always make money during war. Now, you would ask yourself, what are some of the incentives to go to war with Iran? For one, Iran has 92 percent Muslims within that country. So it is an Islamic state and the war on Islam has been going on since forever within this country, really. Um, and they have become stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger over time. During the time of peace, Iran just continues to grow. Growing a time of war, Iran doesn't have any growth, so it doesn't continue to be able to maintain power. Now, given that it has oil, of course, we already know one of the biggest reasons that America go invades any of these Muslim countries and Islamic countries is for their oil. We've seen what they did in Iraq, um, and now we're seeing what they're doing in Iran. And also, Iran doesn't have a central banking system, which means that they're not controlled by Israel. And anytime you have a president that's Republican, right, and you have somebody that is anti-Israel, right, and anti-Israel controlling banks, that's a climate for war. Now, we know that, I believe it was, I want to say 2011, Donald Trump um, talked about how Obama was going to utilize you know Iran to get erect, uh, reelected. And we know that this was already something that he had in mind that he was already going to play. I knew it from the day, and I talked about this, the day that they said that they're going to put impeachment on Donald Trump. Then, of course, that was going to have an effect because now, when you push a madman into the corner, he has to figure out a way to claw, scratch, fight his way out. And you can't unsit a sitting president during wartime. You understand me? So, the impeachment doesn't matter if we go to war. But at the same time, this war has global implications because Iran has allies, America has allies. And so, a war actually wouldn't be good for none of us. But you have to understand how wars are fought. Not all the time that you actually get to see all of the wars. Sometimes there's psychological wars, economic wars, and technological wars. You understand me? The same way Russia and America has been at war with each other technologically for the past decades. So what's happening out there, it is important to know. But it's not important in the sense that you should be focusing on it when you can't change the things that you learn about. Informing yourself allows you to make the correct decisions. If you are in economics, you're investing, you're in trades and stock, and you know about things that's going on in the international community, then it'll let you know where to place your money, where to bet on futures, things of that nature. Then that can be beneficial to you. But if you're somebody who's still working to build their life up, you're still at war with poverty yourself. You're still at war with your own mental health issues. And we live in a society that is plagued by what I call the SADS, stress, anxiety, depression, suicide. You understand me? So as long as these things are constantly plaguing us, then we at war with ourselves in order to get ourselves to that corrective state to where we can focus in our lives. But if America goes to war, the questions start to become asked. Would it be a draft? How would this affect me? Will we go into a recession? an economic uh, uh, will we have an economic downturn? Should I be saving money? Where should I be putting my money? Should I keep it in the dollar? You understand me? Will it strengthen? Will the dollar go down? Should I put it in commodities like gold? Should I transfer it over to cryptocurrencies? Can I trust my money to still be in the bank? Yes. These are questions that we should ask ourselves. And every time you get to a question, then you should take that route of researching that information, not looking at the whole. See, if you look at the whole issue, it's impossible for you to get an answer that'll be satisfactory to you. Because you're wondering how will the war affect you instead of looking at the details of what you should be doing to guard your your sanctity in your life. Listen, to have a 2020 vision, it's not an easy thing. You know what I mean? Most people can't see that well, can't think that far. Most people have what you call myopia. Myopia is the inability um, to see far, basically. You're short-sighted. And a lot of people have mental myopia where they can't think far-sighted. They're short-sighted. Anytime you have uncertainty on your future, you can't think about your future moments. So now it puts you into survival mode. Now, we know what happened during the Bush administration, that they went to war predicated off of a lie. Now, we get from the Trump administration, where they're not giving us complete clarity, but they basically saying that either they were stopping something happening in Iraq, or he was going to do some sort of attack. But this man was a government official. So when we look at Obama murdering Osama bin Laden, even though we had no proof that it actually took place because they say they gave him a Muslim burial all of these things with people not trusting the government at all because we've been lied to so many smoking mirrors the brand of the government continues to crumble at this foundation and people don't really believe it so the question becomes is why are they doing it you understand me and it only matters in a point of you really into politics but when it comes down to your life you should be figuring out what do I need to do to adjust my lifestyle so that I stay safe, so I stay powerful. You understand me? For one, I think that every black person should have a passport. You understand me? You never know if you want to leave this country. You should definitely have a passport. You understand me? Um, You definitely should have some money into gold, some money into silver, some money into something other than just the fiat dollar, you understand me? Because the fiat dollar has been steadily declining over the last hundred years for real since it came in. You understand me? So you can't trust any one source. You, your family need to be in close-knit communication with each other in case anything does happen. Because through a panic and fear is the worst time to be in America. We seen what happened during the time of Bush when they had. We see what happened during the time of Bush when they had the red alert and it was nothing but terrorist alert everything he basically desecrated the bill of rights took away the rights of the people making them feel fearful, and then telling them we need to take your rights so we can make you feel safe you understand me and that's when they implemented homeland security and that's been going on ever since then and so obama did it they murdered um saddam hussein they murdered Gaddafi, and now we're going to iran see it's important when we connect all of these things together, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan has been warning people for decades about wars, whispers of wars, and he warned the American government to stay out of Iran because this will be a war to end our wars. It's not a war that nobody can afford. You understand me? There was a warning that was gave. He went out to Iran. He was out here in America. He tweeted it, he did press conferences, did savers days, did events, what they do. Silence him in the media. Take away the Instagram right? Because that's media. Now, today on Twitter, if you go to his page, they, you can't get access to it. So you have to understand that this also important sizes the reason that we need to have our own media source, right? We need to have our own internet, our, our own spaces, because as long as they own us, they own us. And as long as we own their platforms. So we have to become our own masters. If we don't have a state or t- separate territory of our own, and we are integrated completely into society. Well, what if a terrorist attack do happen? What if the Iranians don't want to shoot black people? They don't have any choice because we're close-knit to the enemy. See the Iranian people were screaming death to America, death to America, death to America. Now they said, you know, we're not talking about death to American people. They said they are talking about death to Trump and a couple of people in administration. Now, not that that matters to the government, You understand me? It really only matters to when you think about the perspective is that they're against the government itself. The people become collateral damage in any war to prove a message. But when you go into a country and you murder a man such as um, how he was renowned and they're doing three days of actually um, mourning for him right now because he actually stabilized some of those regions out there. And I wish our people... But just be more cognitive of reality and what's going on. But I also don't want us to overindulge in this situation. I want us to focus on getting emergency supplies. I want to focus on getting your mind right. And especially during this time of fear, fear lowers the immune system. You understand me? It, it raises cortisol and stress levels. You understand me? And, 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 and anxiety. And it doesn't allow you to focus. And as long as you distract it. For one, you can never come together. Two, you can never produce what's in your mind. And we can never do right. So these are the most pivotal times for you to eat right, for you to think right, for you to be able to focus, for you to get more close-knit with your family. These are the things that, whispers of war and war, are things that of nature should make you focus on. And I've been getting a lot of people that say, well, it's hard for me not to focus on it when I have family that's in a war. Troops that's there. See, the American government has created this slogan, support to our troops, because they know that we can't support the war. This is the dangerous thing. But at the same time, if you can't change it, don't worry about it. You understand me? If you can't change it, don't let it become a warrior of yours. You understand me? Don't be a warrior. Be a warrior. The greatest war that we go ever fight in this country is the war with ourselves and our inability to come together. That's always been our biggest issue, regardless of what's happening out there. So, like I said, um, stay focused, build at home, don't get caught up in the sass. stick to a plan, buy emergency supplies, invest in gold. You understand me? Um, remember, there's always opportunity around us, regardless of what the times are going on. People are getting rich. People get richer during war times, matter of fact, during any other times, (laughs) because recessions is just a shift of money. Things are moving in different directions. So understand that. um, Understand that this is all politics. Understand that regardless of what happened, it will happen. How will you fortify yourself in your situation? If you want to learn more about the situation, go educate yourself. Don't get caught up in the news because the news is owned by who? America is in bed with Israel. Israel is in bed with America. They control each other. Most of the corporations are owned by who? So you had to ask yourself, if you constantly watching the news and the media to supply you your information and you're not getting foreign sources, Al Jazeera news or whatever other news, then for one, they're only feeding you their propaganda. So you never actually get to the truth of what's going on in the first place because they're all handed a script that just serves the interests of the government. So it wouldn't even serve you to just get caught up in it. But of course, we are people of escapism. We don't want to take care of our responsibilities. So our excuse becomes, but there's a war. So let me indulge in this. No, take care of your business the same way you were. You understand me? Um, So I just wanted to get that on record of talking about that. And I need y'all to be focused Because it's going to be a hard year, folks. It's going to be a hard year that challenges you. There's so much opportunity that exists within this time, but there's so many challenges that will try to distract you from the opportunities that are right in front of you. Right in front of you, to be honest. Somebody that you can call right now on your phone to collaborate with, but you're not because you spent all your energy on Netflix, YouTube, the news. Escapism, bullshit. Tools of your own destruction. Um, You know, I also wanted to talk about this Something happened the other day uh, The other week with the the rapper the baby, And this was important to note Because I talked about how he was an example Of how rappers should handle themselves When it comes to um, the hip-hop police And you know, police have been at war with black people Since the inception of the police You know, we've been dealing with the government As food terrorists, this pipeline to prison Yeah. I mean, there's a war on the streets. So when he dealt with what he dealt with at the time and he recorded the police and he articulated himself and he threw that press conference that made a target out of him. Right. And so anytime you become a target for one, you have to be careful not to get caught up in any situation. Right. So this is just a message to the rappers. You know, it's not an even if your music, this is what you have to understand. If your music is ratchet, your music is whatever it is, that's not enough to satisfy them anymore. See, there was a time where people weren't that much caught up in the lifestyle of their influences, their rappers, their musicians. Now, what people follow is their character. See, you can talk about, you know, hoes and ass and kicking it and all of that. But when you present yourself as a man and you of the most popping at the top. No, they need your character to sing flogged and ignorant as well as your music. Because they need you to influence the masses consistently with the bullshit. But at the end of the day, regardless of what the situation is, because I seen that he was just arrested and something with a promoter and say he robbed somebody and things of that nature. And he said they want to make a bad example out of me, even though I'm the most positive thing out of Charlotte. And of course, I 100% believe that. But we cannot give them the ammunition that they're going to load up to shoot us with. So the goal is once you put yourself in the spotlight, And this goes for anybody. Once they see that you can be an example and an influence of empowerment, now you have to be even more careful when things happen because people are waiting. You don't know when you're being set up. You don't know when something is a scheme against you. Right. And you can't take nothing for granted. Black and brown people have been at war. We've been at war through our food. We've been at war through our air. We've been at war through our water. We've been at war through this, the education system, through the media. We've been fighting economic terrorism the whole time, psychological terrorism. We've been at war through the hospitals, vaccinating our children. We've been at war and we've been losing. We've been at war in the streets against the police. They've been killing us, murdering us by the thousands per year. We've been at war. This is nothing new for us. That's why we consistently have PTSD and trauma and mental health, Ill, uh, health issues. That we can't deal with because we've been at war. So the focus is, let's focus on winning the war that we already in. You at war with yourself. You at war with your lower self. Some of y'all at war with your higher self. You don't want to listen to your higher thoughts. Yeah, war with family, war with friends. But no, the truth is, everything is just a reflection of what's going on on the inside. So we have to get to a place to where we're more dangerous. You understand me? We represent a nation only if we were to come together. But as long as we are a minority presence, we shouldn't even speak on international incidents and things that happen because we have no power to do anything about them. We have no sway, no influence, no economic anything. Last year was one of the greatest years of return for black people going to Ghana. And I think that that was was so powerful and so magnificent. And I want to start a group where we go buy land in Ghana and we develop out there. There should be no reason that, let's say if something did happen, there shouldn't be no reason we stuck here with America's problems. We should have a place where we can call our own. We go out there. We build. We shouldn't be stuck in casualties of war. See, when you think about this draft thing, black people have always been against the war. The nation of Islam has always been against the wars. Back when the underbelaged Muhammad was taken to jail because he refused to go to war. He he spoke out against the war and they told him while he was in jail. Well, look, you can do what you do. We'll let you out when the war is over. And not even understanding that we've always had allies as righteous people. Niggas don't have allies in the world. But when you civilized, you righteous, you intelligent, like the Muslims in the nation of Islam, they've always had allies. You know, so-called, they said, the Black Dragon Society in Japan were allies of the nation of Islam that supplied many of the black organizations and groups that were against the world war uh, the war back in, I believe, World War II. We had allies. But when they make you think that you're alone and you think that the world is against you, no, the world is against your oppressors. They're not against you. What did you do to the world? They're against the fact that They hate the fact that you're right there next to your enemy. And you're not doing anything to stand up for yourself. But then they love you because they've seen what you've become as you've went through all this pressure. They said, man, they got the gods over there. The rest of the world loves us. But you have to become an upright human being. But most of us are blind, deaf, and dumb. Mentally blind, mentally deaf, mentally dumb. We're begging a government for reparations that hate us. We we are original descendants of gods. I'm not ADOs. I'm not a descendant of a slave. Those are architects, engineers, scientists, great men, intellectuals, writers, thinkers. What am I saying all of this for? Most of the time, when I'm speaking to the world, I'm speaking to myself because. It won't be easy. None of the accomplishments that we have to go through collaboration over the last decade. I've been trying to collaborate with family, peers, friends, and it's definitely not an easy thing to do. Because people have egos, people are emotional. And we don't have a big enough vision that says, regardless of how I feel as an individual, I see this as the bigger vision that we need to come together for. So if the 2020 vision. Isn't unity, then what is it? Our people have to be impregnated and impressioned with a vision in order to live it outward. So what is the 2020 vision for the diaspora? I'm not talking about your business plans, your individual goals. Have those, keep those, execute on those. But at the end of the year, we need a vision for everybody and a goal for everybody to say, yeah, as a black community, as a diaspora, especially within America, we completed that one. We knocked that one down. And then we can measure our success by our collective progress, not our individual progress. This is different. Can you afford to go spend your money the same way you've been? Can you afford to spend time? I encourage everybody to stop spending money and stop spending time. What do I mean? Only invest your money and invest your time. If you're spending time with someone, you're not getting that time back. You're not going to get a return on your time, a return on an investment, because there was nothing valuable about that exchange. It was a waste. When we spend our money on things, we don't think about it. It's easier. But when it's an investment, what are we supposed to do? Let me take a look at the investment. What's going to be return on this? We have to audit that investment because we know that there's something possibly valuable that's going to come out of this exchange. So we can't. Afford to spend our time and spend our money when we spend it goes out. Don't come back We have to circulate our time circulate our money spend uh, Invest our time invest our money. I'm not spending time with nobody this year I'm only investing time and that investment has to come back. I Want to return on all my energy and everything that I do is an investment into my time It's an investment into me and my growth. It's an investment into my people How are you investing into your mind? What are you focusing on? How much are your habits worth? America, black America. How much are your habits worth? We let this pig of a man. And this is my message for all those who love Donald Trump. It's sad. You know, unfortunately, I do see a lot of bros. I think that they're getting money and focusing on money and they think they love Donald Trump. And it's not about really loving him or hating him or things of that nature. You can see something because we become capitalists. So you can see something that benefits you to you in a political spectrum that he does. But that doesn't mean you have to act as if you love him. Because to me, this is still a man that is a sycophant, that is in cohorts with sex traffickers. Birds of a feather stick together. So, what does it say about you? that you like a man with such deplorable character. We can't get so low and so caught up in capitalism that we lose our righteousness. And you have to learn the power of discernment. You have to learn the power of critical thinking. Do not take what's given to you. Analyze, study, observe, be deep thinkers. This is the mindset we have to go going beyond. We have the d- decade of AI coming. They study us through data. Analyze the data and create their plans of what they're going to do next to keep us better slaves. During the 1964 rise was the biggest crowd study of black people in America. They studied our habits, how we move, learn how to impression the crowd. Now this was before the technology. Imagine how they're studying the crowd mind today. How you're studied, your habits, the things you look up. They already know what you like, what you're going to like. Profiles sold to companies all around the world. The same data being breached by other countries around the world, all to target you. Now, if somebody wants to target the entire diaspora around the world, all they need is the data that we give them access to on a daily. So if we can't stop it, then possibly we should learn how to utilize it. So how do we utilize our own data to target each other with righteousness, for collaboration, to build with each other? Where's our, our tech? guys and things of that nature who working for all these corporations and things of that nature no we don't need you to just warn us about everything we need you to create the technology to where we can utilize it for our benefit everybody has to play their role and a part toward the end of the year next year you can say well i did this for the diaspora i woke up this many miles i built this i invented this i added this or are we going to continue to be a reactive people When we can be proactive in our progress. I know everybody was happy about the impeachment. Not knowing that it meant nothing for their lives. Except the reaction that an impeached president gives when he starts a war. Which only increases your stress. But when you're not thinking ahead of time, you're not thinking intelligent, you're not thinking, what would this do? How would this trickle back? So you can't get caught up. Because there's never a win if you don't win a war. I appreciate y'all tapping in today. The message is focus. The message is focus. Focus on what allows you to win. You first have to build yourself up. Once you build yourself up, build your family. When I say family, I don't just mean blood relatives. I mean people that you are close bonded with. People that reciprocate that energy with you that you can connect and collaborate and create with. Build that family unit up. Then go and build community. Once you get a tight-knit community, then you can start building. Y'all can start reaching out and start building within the nation. Once that nation is bonded and you got families and businesses and progress, education, media, all these things together, then you can reach out to start changing the world and the planet. But everything first has to start with self. That's indicative of self-love. One place I know where you can, at least if you don't have family, you can go to the Nation Islam. They'll let you in the doors. They have meetings every Sunday where you can go in there and learn something. History of the world. And yourself. And learn some knowledge of self. You got to stop being afraid of your own people. Because those are just black people working for collective progress. That's all. This was... Um, a very serious message and a very timely message that everybody needs to tighten up. The time of playing games has disappeared. When a person has 2020 vision, they can see very clear. Very clear. But see, when a person has 2015 vision, they can see, and 2010 vision, they can see even further and further ahead. And then all the way to where they get down to the impossible of 20-0 vision where I don't need to see it in front of my eyes because I can see it with my third. I know what's there. That's a different kind of vision. I don't want 20-20 vision. I want 20-0 vision. Some of y'all vision is so terrible. You got 2040. It's right in front of your face and you still can't see it. Tap in. Empower yourself. Work on your future. Create you a plan. Once you create that plan, execute, organization. This time is all about the chaos. Chaos, frantic, 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 frantic. Stop, meditate, write. Whatever you need to do, work on your health. During times of stress, we start eating based off our stress, which only raises our stress because we put more chemicals in our body, inflaming ourselves, attacking our body. That's how they get us, it's a cycle, it's a cycle. Diseases only exist because we maintain the disease. See, once you have a goal, you have an idea, you have something that you've built. This is the year of advancement. Last year was, you know, the year 2018 was more so the starting stage. You got something started. You've built something up. 2019 was the maintenance of it. And now we have to advance. Those are the steps in business and life. Once you start it. You maintain it, then you advance it. You start it, you maintain it, you advance it. What point of life are you in? Are you maintaining something that you've built up? And is it time for you now to advance further? That's up to you. But it keeps people ambitious. It keeps you something to continue to go forward towards. It keeps you in motion. Satisfaction creates stagnation. Because you don't want to do anything now. You definitely can't become content with the status quo. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. And I just want to thank y'all for tuning in. It's been 19 Keys with electrical thought patterns and conversations. Remember, we are at war with ourselves. Let's win that. And then we can fight the battle of coming together. Tap in. Family, family. Thank y'all for tapping in.